Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 105, An Unexpected Visitor. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. Sponsored by Roll20, Dionic Bath, and viewers like you. Uh, a big shout out to our patrons who support us monetarily. Uh, let us do cool little wacky stuff. Also, a shout out to all our YouTube and Twitch followers and stuff like that. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Uh, but a special shout out to Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Algos, Vidura, Bernie, Brandon, Danny, Doc, Neil, Giovanni, James, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Lance, Melissa, Michael, Moku, Noba, One True Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Roy Viscrad, Ryan, Schmitty, Sebastian, Sinna, Seranus, Terry, The Banty, the Weird Machine, I dig it, Noctal, uh, Thomas, Usuf Sama, and Firekeeper. Uh, thank you guys very much for your support. Thank you for everybody who has been following us, joining in on us, and uh, hey, if you're just now catching up, good job for going through 105 episodes of us. Not to mention Richmond. So, thanks. Um, so when we last left the Cabal, uh, Songbird had spiritually, astrally, however you want to say it, dual arcane to somebody uh, and basically sent them running and then Adratus ensured that they were going to keep running because they were going to have some angry Sin Eaters and a pack of ghosts chasing them and Red Dread sent a couple spirits as well. So uh, they may get away and the possibility is there, but um, they're going to be harried for quite a bit, at least all the way out of you know, Jersey City. Um, and uh, in the doing so, had, of course, collected a page with a bunch of random numbers, which did not take them long to recognize as GPS coordinates and work out these are clearly the locations, past and present and future, of the Tetrarch's armory that has been so elusive for the past six months. Um and then, oh yeah, and real quick, Songbird set up to crown a vampire with a divine a celestial authority and to try to set up a study date with a vampire, uh, with a werewolf. And we pick up where you guys would like to pick up. Um, so I'm thinking to decipher this list is going to be a summoning would be a good way to go because that puts a level of distance between us and any investigations we're doing. Sure. And this is weird having the conversation with the cabal. Mm -hmm. So kind of my thought, but what do you guys think? You know, I'm always down. I think it's a good idea if we're worried about them being able to notice we're casting on them. At the same time, do we want to do this right now, or do we want to rally some more support first? I think we can find out where they're going to be right now, um, and probably when. Um, and that gives because us some parameters around which to gather some allies, whether they're summoned or manufactured or calling in some favors. But I think if we know what, what kind of time frame we're dealing with and where the location is, then that gives us gives us a box to work in. So 
So do we want to see where it's going to be next instead of where it is? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, to give where us, and when it will be. Yeah, to give us time to prepare. Or at least where it will be, and then we can monitor it for a while. And bear in mind, and you know this, even with time too, the future stuff is kind of iffy. Uh, you know, uh, setting something up for like, okay, where is it going to be? Okay, well, right now it's going to be here, but yeah. should anything change? They can change their minds. Right. And, yeah. uh, and so that's why I'm thinking doing it as passively as possible, because the less direct, it's kind of like quantum mechanics, right? If we're not directly observing, then we're not changing the certain the conditions. Sure. No, I understand. Mm-hmm. Baby cat. He's <laughs> so cute. Uh, so yeah, uh, you can come up with uh, you know some particular summoning that you want to do. Uh, obviously, you have friends and uh, you know accomplices uh, that you know could aid in this, or you know, I mean, so, uh, Weird has summoned Solo, a you know rank five supernal entity well sort of solo um had some ritual help but basically mm-hmm. solo um you know do stuff together because you know at your at this point the one extra success you need because you dared to bring somebody from a different path really isn't a huge deficit depending on what dice rolls you're throwing at it um so uh yeah it is it is up to you guys uh Though I also did just realize, um, Weird can't actually summon time supernals. Nope. Yep. Yeah, I don't think we have anyone that can get us space and time, which is what we need, right? If we're looking for the where and the when. Mm -hmm. Though Um, fate can also be a used for the win um though you know fate and time like like i said predicting anything in the future is going to be rough uh doable um you know but possible to change but you know that's welcome to messing with time um we did like fate in space for this really which you do have somebody with fate in space yeah do we So that's that's my thoughts on it anyway. But I wanted to get what you guys think. That There's a lot of ways we can we can slice this pair. Um, we still we had talked about doing an astral investigation as well to try and get an idea of what we might be up against when we get there as a way of indirectly doing some investigation. So we can do that as well. I like seeing what they've got now where they are. Well, I'm thinking that this is probably moving as a fairly standard routine because it's happened quite a bit. Yeah. So there's probably going to be, with within certain error bars, there's going to be a standard complement of troops, mages, the protections, traps, that kind of stuff. And if we, at least if we do an actual investigation, it's going to tell us what sort of things we're going to be up against so that we're prepared for them better. It'll at least tell you what people talk about the armory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily... Yeah, So, yeah, you have a lot of options, and obviously you guys have personal projects in the fire, um, so we, we can proceed how you wish. What did we start with first? Um, I think Songbird does 
sort of semi-explained the Dominion plan with Chico. Uh, wait, to Chico or like with the Cabal? With the Cabal. Okay, so yeah, probably, can you probably to Atratus. One more time. So I would say probably in private to Atratus first. Okay. okay, just for you know your info on you know things that you do now. Uh, John Mail and I are probably doing this on the low, but it seems fair to keep you in the loop. So what will this? I mean, I agree that we made the right choice in putting her in as friends. What does it mean to make her like divinely empowered or whatever? Effectively, what does that do? Does it mean we could I'm imagining her that you're cutting out real bad. I'm imagining that anyone trying to challenge her authority would have a lot of trouble doing so. But it may have a side effect of her having to act justly with it stemming from Loeth and being like all about like free will and stuff like that. It it might be, it's probably a double-edged sword. I mean, seems fair. Again, she was far and away the most humane choice. She the lesser not, of the multiple evils, yes. Yeah, she seems to not just be like in wanton destruction and such as that. Even if she still has the vampire view of people as livestock, she wants to take care of the livestock. Right. So. All right. And this was more just a hey. Heads up, we're probably doing it. Yeah. I hope I don't fuck anything up for you, <laughs> but it's probably going to happen. It seems all right. And what will it get you? Um, a boon from Lilith. Okay. I'll be able to cast beyond normal restrictions. Sounds good. Sounds hubrisy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because you haven't told us what your plan is yet. Yeah. Nope. I think the only people who've ever seen the plan like, are Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. And maybe Hadramiel. And Hadramiel. Yeah. <sighs> sure. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how it goes, but it seems like a not awful plan yeah it's I don't love it but it seems to be my best option seems alright yeah and it's supposed to be a test right mm-hmm. and like can Lilith put her in line if she starts acting up I don't know sure we'll see <laughs> Uh, this might be a problem for future mages, but maybe for us it'll be okay. 
That, that is the best mage comment I think. Yep. This will be problem, somebody else's problem, but for us, it's going to be fine. I mean, everyone at else wor- At worst, this is a problem for future Songbird. Yep. Like, we got along with uh, Lucian for like 80 something years before they decided okay, to, to go. So, you know. Okay. Maybe in 80 years, I'll have a problem with her and we'll be gone. We'll be fine. No. Maybe cat. Okay, uh, cool. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was something else on the docket. Uh, oh, yes. Um, Atratus's little chit chat with Logan. Do you want to draw that out, or is it just say like we're going to set a time and I'm just going to start like investigating and chatting, you know, take network along kind of thing, and just be like, we go do that. I know. I'd like to play it out, like going and trying to. Mm-hmm. I want cool. you to tell me about spirits, because <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, uh, cool. And then, uh, does Weird have anything on the, uh, on deck? Um, I was gonna give Steven a call. Sure. He's always happy to take your call. Uh, especially with this brand new world that you've dropped him into. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's jump over to that while I think about what's going to happen in meeting up with, uh, with Logan. Uh, Sure. uh, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, is there anything specifically you're calling about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So hi, Steven, how you doing? Uh, I mean, doing okay. Um, I know this is all kind of new for you, but have you done a summoning yet? I mean. No, he hasn't. Because no? he doesn't have three dots in a thing. Well, I'm de- I'm deciding because I don't know how new he is. But like I would. When he I, awakened, yeah. Right, when he awoke it, because let's be honest, when when we last left six months ago, Weird was, put, was you know, pushing. Pushing him pretty close, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think actually no, uh, he probably has not, uh, because um, yeah. So I want to do a summoning. Why don't you meet me um, at Worst Street? Okay. Um, about eleven o'clock tonight. Uh, sure. Should I bring anything? Um. Yeah, some. I'm sure by this time we have some uh, supplies, so some brown ashes and uh, a couple of assistants. Okay. Yeah, I can be. Yeah, I can, I can do that. Okay. And anybody else are going to call up? Um, that was about it. I think. Going to at least give Songbird a heads up that hey, doing a this is kind of. Oh, it for is, sure. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of your actual obsessions, if I remember correctly, right? Mm-hmm. Still? Okay. I couldn't remember if you'd cleared that or not. Nope. Um, so, Songbird, if, you'd, if you're up for it, I'm going to try a summoning tonight. And sure. out of curiosity, especially because, I mean, we haven't really established what kind of relationship Hadramiel has with the Cabal at large, uh, but he's also the supernal, you know, guy. Uh, is that something that Songbird like would pass on, or it's because even being his provost, 
Is that right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's still like not super open about sharing tons of knowledge. Is that something that you guys like, we talk about summonings, but we don't necessarily like, you know, participate or. I think Songbird keeps trying to like feed him more info. Just like, just because Hadramiel is very like fair minded and stuff Mm -hmm. that like eventually that scale's gonna tip. Right. Like in Songbird's mind. Sure. But it's more of a like, I did this summoning, here's some information from it, and less of the participatory stuff. I mean, I can ask weird. Like Songbird would ask weird. And this is this is more of a like general cabal thing, like because I'm sure in the past six months you I, guys have. I can't answer for the whole cabal, especially weird, who is the cagiest of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and like I said, you know, uh, Craig and Ash, like when uh, when you guys have summoned stuff in the past, is this one of those things? Like because you know, it's not like uh, Songbird's connection to Hadromiel is like at all a secret, and you know, like you would know Hadromiel is into Supernals. Is this something that you guys are like, oh yeah, we'll totally invite him whenever we do this kind of stuff? Or is it more like, we don't mind that Songbird tells him about what you summoned? So Weird's only concern would be um, what Hadromiel will do with the information that he gains from the questions that Weird's going to ask. Because mm-hmm. um, like we don't necessarily want the rest of the Concilium or even Hadromiel plugging into getting the, their hands on this mm-hmm. uh, grimoire. Right. That would be, that'd be words only concern. But if uh, Songbird wants to bring Hadramia on it, I mean, it's not like it's a, an additional dive for every mage that doesn't match the path, right? Uh, I think so. Uh, one second here. We have a bot. I saw that. We have a what? A, a bot. bot. They got hmm. around the block. By putting a space after their period. <laughs> Unlike all of our people who have I was gonna say, the bot is smarter than Perry. Oh, <laughs> and he's not even here to defend him. Sorry. Oh, forgot that. Sorry. Love you, Perry. Yep. Uh, yeah. As for me personally, Trot is not super into supernals. I've only summoned the one because I had a question about why my magic wasn't working. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't invite him along just because I'm not doing this very often, and it probably wouldn't occur to her. Wait, you summoned one to find out about Gabe dying. So you summoned at least two. Hmm. Yep, because you had the little... That was on our last episode. That was on episode 99. Where uh, where you uh, got all the cool stuff and you did the time back to when Uh, Gabe died. Oh, yeah, I had it show me that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so generally speaking, Hadramiel is not invited to um, uh, supernal summonings, which is fine. That's kind of my expectation. Uh, but you guys are also the super friendly cabal. So I was like, I don't know how friendly they're going to be. Uh, so yeah, so Weird puts up the you know <laughs> puts up the so- uh, the songbird symbol of you know, hey, summoning a su- supernal, come by at eleven. Yeah, yeah, sock on the doorknob, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um and but you're doing it at Worst Street. Oh. Not oh. the Rookery. Oh god. Um are we okay with non-cabal members coming into the Rookery? Of course. You literally that's it's one of your door, like yeah. symbols. Yeah, okay. So 
retcon that and we'll have Stephen come to the to rookery. Sure. Um, yeah, so yeah, Stephen shows up um, without surprise. Christopher- cult members might be a little different, but... Hmm? Said your cult members might be a little oh, bit yeah. different, but yeah. the non mages. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I but wouldn't that's, I mean, that's going to be kind of typical labyrinth stuff, anyways. So, uh, but that said, yes, uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Klein shows up uh, with Christopher Wallace. Um, and, you know, they're both, you know, at this point, fairly friend. They're friendly with weird. They're good acquaintances to the rest of the cabal. Uh, uh, Christopher Wallace was caught up with the Free Council very quickly um, and has been kind of putting some influence on uh, Stephen of like, hey, yeah, like the Free Council is the shit. Uh, You should join them. And so there's a little bit, but Stephen, you know, kind of waffles around um, and has not kind of joined up with any particular group just yet. Uh, Can't trust Kat. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, comes in like I said. They're they're familiar faces with you guys, and uh, Stephen. Stephen though is you know Christopher Wallace is you know fairly comfortable, um, and, but Stephen is like a little little you know on edge. Uh, because did you actually tell Stephen what type of? Well, you you can only summon one type, anyways. Um, but did you uh, tell him what? It was related to, or is just no. We're going to summon a thing. You can come here for that. Yeah, we're going to do a summoning, and you can come along. Gotcha for the experience. They bang in. Uh, I think Stephen Klein and Christopher Wallace are definitely at this point romantically involved. Yes. Uh, cool. Achievement. <laughs> everybody, everybody approved of this. Yes, yes, yes. Um, can we make but, Christopher uh, younger? Hmm. Can we make Christopher Wallace younger? Break on him to not be like 29, but the 19 year old. Steven's not that what, young, what, is he? What's wrong with that? That's what Kanka says. What's wrong with that? Oh, we're not getting into that conversation. Um, I mean, that said, yes, Rose is, you know, 70 and has a fiance with uh, it's 50. That's so. different when you're like legit adults. Half <laughs> uh, your age plus seven. But Randall did the math years ago. Randall? Isn't that his name? Hmm? XKCD? Oh, I don't know. Uh, but regardless, uh, don't stress too much about the age. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, it is a comfortable age gap <laughs> for everybody involved. Uh, we're not going to stress over that. Uh, it is a wholesome relationship. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah, and like I said, Christopher, you know, have, you know, is just happy to chat and, and relax. But yeah, Steven is definitely keyed up um, and has brought, you know, a little bit of, you know, some various supplies uh, and, and kind of looks over at weird. And so um, like, this isn't going to like throw paradox and like, and you can definitely like the super newbie, like he's not done this before. And uh I think basically Steven has a broad range of Arcana and hasn't really delved into something like he, he's got that was the, the generalist. You know, he's got a little, he's got a lot of dots. I, I think he's probably got more dots across more Arcana than you guys do. Cause you guys have like three and four and he's easily got like one dot. And like Two, five one, 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 one. 
and he's, like everything. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's got two in fate and then like one in prime, one in life, one in time. Yeah. Uh, so he's got a bunch and as like hasn't settled on a shadow name. He's very like trying to figure out what he wants, um, which is also one of the other reasons why he just hasn't picked an order. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's happy to help um, and is, you know, unsure of things. So the lowdown from weird for him is so basically you're standing on the cliff at the edge of the abyss and you're and you're yelling. And, like, like, and it clearly that does not make him feel any better, but he's like, OK, something's going to come and you you're targeting it to be something that you want. But if you yell loud enough and long enough, eventually something's going to come. So there's that, some danger and risk involved in all this. It's like, sure. Yeah, no, that doesn't make me feel any better, but OK. But there's uh, there's, like sneaks there's up behind safe him limits. Like the boogeyman's going to get you. <laughs> there's safe limits that you can work within. Yeah. Um, and it's just a matter of, you know, not being too prideful and push your boundaries too far. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you guys have done this kind of stuff before, so it's just more, you know, mm. my first time and just figuring all this stuff out anyways. And so. so once it's here, uh, be careful what you say. Be certain of the meaning in your own head before you utter any words. Uh, because uh, creatures like this can find, if you're unsure of the things you're saying, they can worm into things and twist them to their benefit, that kind of thing. So make sure you know what you're going to say and say what you mean. Sure. Yeah. Sort of like an Imago, right? Yeah. Only with okay. your actual speech. Okay. Sure. Uh, which, of course, he's like. No, I think he's he's been around long enough that he probably actually has high speech at this point. But, um, well, never mind. All mages have high speech. Mm -hmm. High speech merit. You get, you get it later. If you're from an order, you get it. Right. It. Um, but that it's, it is. Sorry. What? It's not an it's not a like an awakened thing. It's from if you're from an order, you get the to high get speech the, merit to get the merit. But everybody is able to speak and understand high speech. You just can't necessarily use it in a spell that because that's what the merit does. Oh, OK. Yeah. The merit gives it as the yantra, the what Got do they call it? The but just being awakened gives you like the rough ability to comprehend it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so he, okay, um, yeah, let's let's do this. Uh, I'm ready. Um, and you know, looks looks from weird. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure he does. You know, there is a ritual space in the rookery that you guys have have set up, um, which I imagine is probably the like most eclectic room. Yeah, it's pretty funky. It's all, there's a, a lot of arcane represented in that room. Right, because it's at this point, like, oh. all of you have brought in stuff to use. Um, and, like, there's obviously there's heavy like a bird themes everywhere in all of it to, to make sure it reflects the cabal. It's probably the most cabal room. Um, like, hey, do you want to understand this cabal? Yes, here. Yeah. <laughs> behold, uh, behold my stuff. Um, kind of situation. So um cool let's uh let's let's jump to um actually uh craig if you will uh work out exactly how many successes you need uh for a second while we jump over sure. to network and um 
uh, Atreides uh, heading out with the... It, well, hang on, because I, I, I added network. Are, are we good with network coming along? I don't think he would be there. Okay, that's fine. Um, it's a date. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm working uh, on... Um... Yeah, it's an arcane beat for him, so... <laughs> well, he's got well, three dots, no, or it's two dots than... in spirit, so... Yeah, but... he he's not clueless about spirits. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to learn from people who are better than him. It's true. Basically. Like, yeah. I had it set up in my aspirations, uh, Logan and Shanna were my, like, mm-hmm. you guys help. Yeah. Well, and, and more it was, like, network coming along to learn as well kind of situation. But I'm totally cool with him, you know, being elsewhere. That's cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you guys meet up Central Park late evening, you know, kind of stuff. You know, little little less people are out, you know, a little bit chillier. Sun is kind of setting kind of kind of situation. Um, and for those of you who might be new, uh, Logan is a big guy. A werewolf. Uh, and yes, he is also a werewolf. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't actually have his height. OK, but yes. Um, yeah. Twenty five firefighter. Big bulky, like <laughs> swings an axe and knows how to do it, um, kind of guy. Um, and for some reason, I have I imagine him in a Letterman's jacket, and, <laughs> and I realize that's just freaking werewolves in London. Um, no. Not 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 probably not. Um, but yeah, he takes you on a walk, you know, literally through Central Park and you know off the beaten path. And uh, finds a, you know, kind of just natural space that doesn't look manufactured and maintained and stuff like that. So it's, you know, uh, you know, into the shrub kind of stuff. Um, And, you know, basically, you know, brings you down and, you know, sits, you know, Casually, he's not overly ritualistic uh, because Rescue One is a very modern pack. Um, and, you know, like his ritual stuff, it's like, you know, things in his pocket, you know, bags of Cheetos, uh, you know, whatever, you know, kind of normal, almost modern tools. They're not quite. They're um, city wolves. Hmm? They're yeah. city wolves. Uh, yeah. Close. What's, what's the other pack? Uh, the... Glasswalkers, Glasswalkers, yeah, uh, who really are city wolves. Uh, but yeah, he just happens to live in a city. But yeah, he uses the stuff at hand, um, and uh, you know, with you sitting there, kind of uh, chats and kind of walks through what he is doing, and uh, you know, basically making a place, um, you know, open to a spirit walking through the the whole residence and uh you know which you kind of get because ghosts kind of has have a residence yeah. but it's literally anchor or, or a vernian gate the end um so you don't manipulate that stuff too much and then basically in um is it the first tongue uh uratha ease um basically you know the first tongue. <laughs> yeah it is first tongue uh but basically urges forward uh ooh, or a drunk term uh calls forward a you know small spirit of you know probably you know just like grass um and you know just this little thing and basically nudges it and you know, beckons it to manifest um and you're basically calling for one of the few that actually can because that's a fairly rare um you know thing and basically nudges it and 
passes essence into it. And of course, your peripheral mage side is like pinging from all these different little effects. And of course, once the spirit actually shows up, you can see that much. Um, but I don't think necessarily that any of your other arcana would... Yeah, does non-awakened magic still ping mage sight? Mm-hmm. Any kind of supernatural okay. uh, effect um, will ping, which is one of the other reasons why mages probably don't throw their uh, mage sight on all the time, because there are going to be different little pings There's that they're going to get, yeah. you know, but when, when you know, when they're like, we're going to do shit, oh, that's a perfect ramp, then they might. But yeah, in this particular case, uh, especially with the like inferior arcana of spirit. Um, mm-hmm. I imagine a lot of what Atratus ends up studying is like the void part, uh, like the the thing that just doesn't click for her, and that's the you know the absence of or the the arcana. Well, I guess with active mainstay, you can at least recognize that it is spirit. Um, not having any idea what it necessarily is, but, you know, there's all the awakened symbolism and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and not going to do a role, but I imagine at one point or another, you, you know, talk through Logan to like, hey, can I scrutinize you, you know, and have that moment of like, let me study this little growing, you know, spirit thing of grass. Um, and yeah, you guys, you know, have this little thing and like, Logan, as we have seen him in the show and everything else, is a super carefree, chill guy. Like, we're going to go, like, fight some skeletons or we're going to go hunt another werewolf pack lord. Sure, cool, no big deal. But this is, like, a very different side of Logan. Like, full respect. And yes, he's using Cheetos as, like, you know, an offer of essence. Um, Not the Cheetos themselves, but that's, you know, a little bit of symbolism. And, uh... Yeah, but he's like all of a sudden into like super serious mode um, and a lot of reverence and care that goes into that. Um, and then eventually, you know, after you've had a bit of time to scrutinize and a little bit of conversation back and forth, he kind of, you know, ushers the little grass spirit, you know, OK, back back away you go, you know, go, you know, go settle, go sleep, go back into the shadow. Well, probably not back in the shadow, but yeah. Is there anything specifically that you were wanting to look for, or, you know? Uh, no, that works, yeah. Summoning, getting into a gear, let me, like, study it. Um, I guess I would have been paying attention to the actual mechanics of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Setting up the ritual, seeing what you do to, like, open up the area for spirits. Right. And uh, I spent the mana to turn on active mage site so I can keep it up and, like, Watch the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the big things that he will probably talk about as he walks through stuff is similar to how mages, because they have awakened magic, can bypass, you know, stuff like, especially as a death mage. I need to talk to this ghost. Okay, I can talk to this ghost. The ghost here to manifest. He basically explains, yeah, you know, there's shaman, like even in the pack, who are mortal or wolf-blooded shaman, and they take this long, arduous process you know, that they have to go through to even do the basics, whereas a werewolf, and especially the Aether, he's able to bypass some of it with gifts and just having essence himself, as opposed to, if you remember correctly, I don't even think normal human shaman 
can have essence. Um, and so he's you know, like, oh, yeah, like once you have a little bit of essence, man, you can coax them into doing, you know, a lot of stuff. Um, whereas like if you were to imitate this without having essence, you would have to do it. You know, the fallen magic. The hard way. And, yeah. Right. Um, and so he, he, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, pride. He's like, oh, yeah, no, for the, you know, for me, this is easy for, you know, the wolf blood and the humans. Um, you know, this is considerably harder. But yeah. Anything else? No, that's a good step one towards what I'm trying to do. Cool. And so we jump over to Craig. Did you come up with the number of successes we need, sir? I think so. Um, cleansing is a minus one, correct? Uh, the quick cleansing is the minus the one. Ri- the ritual cleansing? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, per- like other preparations would be a minus one? Uh, the preparations right. you can roll for or, okay. you know. Right, kind of for uh, a cult and yeah, yeah. Uh, cult plus intelligence, I believe. My fluent high speech subtracts two from what you need as well. Mm-hmm. I am helping. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, at least I offset Stephen and I being here. Uh, Stephen is in Acanthus as well. Oh, yep. right. So just, mm-hmm. Cool. I more than offset myself being here. Right. Uh, and so that, yeah. So because you rolled two successes, you also subtract one success. So um, that's minus three successes? Minus four? Uh, wait, no. Because Songbird is two. That's one. Oh, yeah. So four. Um, and then you'll add one because of Songbird. And then what What rank of uh, entity are you simply? Um, I'm thinking since we're going after a tetrarch, they're going to need a lot of the stand. Potentially. So I was going to go rank five. <laughs> I mean, withstand doesn't necessarily stem from rank. Like, Well, they'll have more dice to throw at. Sure. Yeah, more they'll have more dice to throw at it, right? Cool. Do, do, do. Uh... Right, so. so based on my back of the envelope calculations, I've got 30 successes on 14 rolls. 30 seems high. 30 doesn't. Uh, but then again, how many like safe rolls and how what kind of duration are you putting on it, I guess? I put one for duration, uh, five for protection. They give me the five extra rolls. Well, bear in mind, like, the rolls you, don't stem from Nessus Arcana. Hmm? The rolls stem from like wits plus composure or something like that? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it wits? Composure okay. plus resolve or something like that? Wits plus resolve plus anything that you set aside. You know, any successes. And of course, uh, Songbird can help with that as well. Oh, it's wits and resolve? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, resolve plus composure. Resolve and composure. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was Gnosis and Arcana, but that's no, what I'm Gnosis or Arcana is, is when I start to roll. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll get 10 rolls. Yeah, that math is looking weird. So base 10 to get rank 5, I need to add another 20. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for duration is 1. Um, to get extra rolls, it's 1 per roll. Mm-hmm. So 36. I put five for that. 
One other path mage is one. 37. Um, I have caused paradox in the last week. So I get one for that. Mm -hmm. uh, minus three for domain, minus one for cleansing, and then total minus four for preparation. Four, so 30. So yeah. 30 successes, two points of mana, 10 rolls. Uh, oh, because you're doing fate and space? Yeah. Okay. Cool, yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, you can keep rolling unsafely, right? You just have risks. Say that again? Yeah. Like past your 10, you can keep rolling. It's mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. risky. Well, now. you get 11 for sure for safe, right? Uh, unless the, you can manage to get a bunch of 10s. Unless, yeah, unless there's a bunch of 10s, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, after, after that point, the storyteller rolls the character's unmodified gnosis for every roll that the character makes. Mm -hmm. If the storyteller accrues a number of successes equal to the mage's gnosis plus primary arcana in the summoning, the abyss breaks into the fallen world. Right. So, Good luck. So I would have to get eight successes. Nine. Or nine. Five and four. Yeah. Nine over off of five dice. So not terribly it's not risky. That bad. Yeah. But okay. Um and uh I'm just going to roll once on uh Steven's behalf. Sure. Oops, how much reach do I need? That clearly is the wrong button. Uh, so he's going to add an additional die to your roll. Okay. So you are rolling your, uh, Gnosis plus fate. So that's, an, yeah. So you're rolling an even 10 plus or minus. I mean, I'm helping too, right? Uh, yes, but you have, you don't have the fate arcana. Uh, so Gnosis. Mm -hmm. I heard him press enter. We'll be right on with the you. wrong thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two successes. Cool. So yeah, you'll roll twelve. Um, and I'll. Do you want me to roll up a life spell to like have everyone be fed and awake and stuff? Oh yeah, if you want to just do a quick gnosis plus life, I'm cool with that. Oh. Hmm. That's right. It's only going to be ten hours. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be fine. <laughs> no, you're starting this at eleven o'clock at night. It's fine. Yes. She took a nap. Oh yeah, I'm sure everybody's wow. like, "Hang on, we're going to do it at something at eleven. All right, we're gonna we're gonna have an earlier yeah, dinner. Yeah. We're gonna take a long nap. Yeah. Okay. So I'm rolling twelve dice every time. Mm -hmm. Plus or minus if you're going to throw uh, willpower at it. Yeah, I don't have a lot of willpower left, so we'll see how I do towards the end. Right, and so you got right, one back last night when you went your, to sleep. Right, you did get one willpower back from last night. Uh, right. But uh, your resolve plus composure plus safe uh, successes is a total of how many? Ten. Okay. What I'm tra not tracking successes, I'm just tracking total rolls before I start to I'll roll. track successes. Cool. There we go. <laughs> good. Good, good. Oh, 12 dice, nine successes. Sure. <laughs> that's that's literally a third of it. In two Keep rolls. it up. <laughs> yep. 
that's 13. I'm keeping track of your successes. You oh, can just roll. It's okay. going good. You're good. Cool. And that's it? More than good. Yep. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hours later. Two yep. hours early. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Stephen uh, is definitely like, uh, you know, on at, at wit's end. Um or wit's end, strength's end, stamina's end, mm-hmm. um, you know, is definitely showing, you know, signs of wear. Um, I think with life four and some experience that Songbird is probably tired, but, you know, okay. And Weird, who's been putting in the work, pretty close to downright exhausted. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, folks at home, come by. In, in Discord, eat into dot space. There's the questions chat about out, you know, how to storytell for mages that Chris is gonna do. And one of them is going to be about how do you deal with people deciding, hey, we're gonna summon a supernal being and not mention it, you know. Right the fuck now. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> uh, that's that's what this is like. Uh no. Um uh quick, how can I stall for the next 28 minutes? No. Um <laughs> uh, you are gonna vamp for 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, no, I'm not. not and um, customary to weird, like she's telling a story while she's doing the summoning. So um, it's going to be the story of them finding the, getting the first information of the grimoires and then following all the clues and the conquests and the things that they fought and the victories that they've had to get there. Is, is sort of weaving into the tale that she's telling. Right. It's the weird thing to do. Um, yes. So, yeah. Um, uh, as always, there is that building pressure, that mounting sensation of, you know, super, the supernal kind of reaching and bending and pressing closer and closer until it, you know, snaps and releases. Um, and like, oh, there it is. And they're in the center of the, like, magical ritual space that you guys have set aside to be hallowed and to contain this supernal being is nothing. Is what? Nothing. Um, I don't believe that. So that's fine. Pop on mage site. Right. Um, within there is no form. Uh, this actually reminds you a lot of like peripheral mage site picking up stuff. And I think all of you definitely have the peripheral mage site tingle of, okay, yes, it is here. We, we have been visited, but it appears to have no physical form. Um, there is just this thing. And I'm, I'm imagining in my head, of course, you know, you've got the ritual space and it's a circle and it literally is this form fitting column that just is pressed up and is filling the space, not in a like constrained way, but just like it is full of whatever this entity is. Um, And there's just silence. Or at least silence from it. There's probably, you know, sounds going on. Yeah. There is an individual that has set itself up as our adversary. It has an object, a grimoire, that we lay claim to. He has warded himself or herself or theirselves from my investigations 
so that we are always a step behind him. We have a list. Can I show the list? Of the locations that he's been moving around to and will move around to. Hold that thought. Is Stephen privy to this? Or do you ask Stephen, hey, here's this thing. Uh, you're probably going to need to step out for a minute. Um, I think unless Songbird has a, an opinion on that, I think I'm okay with Stephen being here for this because this is the negotiation part that I wanted Stephen to explain. If Songbird doesn't mind. Uh, we're, I mean, we're playing by weird rules, so I think I mostly leave it to you. I can always threaten him later. Sorry, too many people talking. Yeah, say that again. I said Actually. I can always threaten him later. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, I was saying, by now, would you have told him about our grimoire hunt? Like, as your apprentice, I guess. At this point, most everybody knows that the rookery, like, this is their thing. This is the yeah. rookery mystery. It's like now, what information everybody has is basically they have some grimoires. Nobody really knows what they are. Uh, a couple of people like Kiza and Shodel for, or Kiza and uh, Hadramiel may know like Judd is one. Um, and uh, like the jar of lightning was shown to Hadramiel. So there's a couple people who know bits and pieces, but it's, it's especially at six months now, and especially since nothing has happened, like the rumor mill, and <laughs> the gossip machine has generated all sorts of stories. Um, and I don't think any of you have bothered to correct anybody about, about that. So, okay. Yeah. I should like uh, by now, Stevens, especially if he's been coming around, he probably knows about Chuck. Like, mm, I, I mean, you, he probably knows that he is special and he is deviant, but not necessarily that he is literally a walking grimoire. Because uh, that's one of those things that, like, is really weird. Um, you know, a, a person being a living grimoire and, thank you, uh, and, you know, thousands or hundreds of years old and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but okay. Um so yeah, you ask of this and, and put this forth. Um, and the space inside basically throws back your words at you like the heck. Um, in almost like a, somebody using a soundboard. Um, and some of it is like literally not the literal word because I'm not that good. Uh, but sounds of your voice kind of bouncing back at you sure. um, and the response is basically actually so the phonons basically it's constructing words mm -hmm. from my voice okay yeah that's yeah. cool songbirds forces goes crazy <laughs> like wait how did it what what did yeah. that how did it do yes. that um so uh, the uh, the being kind of throws back those words um, and, and says, I know what you seek from the holy eye. What are you summons? Fuck. Shit. 
on us. Way to go, weird. So, uh, what service will you render unto ruin? Yikes. <laughs> Chat's on to it. <laughs> <laughs> the holy eye. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. Bad chat, no. Yeah. Uh, all the in all the universe, and I had to get this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, most of them probably work for the Exarchs. And the more you, the closer you ask questions about Sears and the ministries, and the more likely you are to get this kind of stuff. Control through hopelessness, the exarch of entropy, decay, and cynicism. Is the entropy that destroys dreams, relationships, and even civilizations. Whose library is just gonna really ruin? Just straight up wreck. service will I offer? Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Oh, Does man. Paint, paint me a picture, uh, if you would, of what Weird is doing and looking like as... She understands she's got to destroy something and that it needs to be meaningful. And it's easy enough for her to do that. Um, so just and, and things bear that mind, we're, up. we're not talking like things. We're talking yes. people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing that pops up to her mind is there. And I'm not saying that she would do this, but mm-hmm. the first thing that pops up to her mind is the relationship between Stephen and Christopher. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing that pops up is uh, War Street Station. As, as things that she could destroy, um, and that's like she would be destroying her ties to Worst Street Station. She's invested a lot of herself into that. Her mm-hmm. nimbus is all over the freaking place. And and one thing I'm going to put you on hold here: physically, outwardly, what is she doing? Um, she's just kind of frozen. Okay. And her eyes are just kind of darting back and forth as she's considering. Wild-eyed, flustered. Yeah, crazy wild eyes, yeah. She's she's careful to not look like she's panicking. (laughs) Um, But, like, her mind is whirling. So, like, her eyes lose focus and she's just, like, spinning Mm -hmm. the Rolodex, coming up with things that she can destroy. Cool. Um, Yeah, as, as, as you think, like, there is a distorted, weird, backward, weird... Uh, weird the seer laugh of you know delight um, and like is drawing in amusement from the fact that if nothing else this thing has just ruined your evening (laughs) yeah this is a tough one 
a good thing I'm not there. <laughs> I would just refuse. And these are the, the these are the debates. <laughs> and that's an option. But yeah, as you like draw out um do do sorry, I uh closed the wrong book. Or looked away from the wrong book. Meow. Meow, meow, meow. Meow. Ignoring this poor baby. He keeps running away from me. And then demanding you hold him again. Yes, this is cats. <laughs> yeah, sort of baseline behavior. <laughs> That's how cats work. Yep. Put me down. Pick me up. Put me down. So, uh, yep. Uh, let me see here. Um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to give Craig a, a minute here because Craig doesn't have to necessarily think on quite on fast. Uh, Pass on his feet as Weird does, um, but do you do you feel like Weird basically gets to a pausing point and just like I don't know what to do? I no, I think she does. Okay. Uh, we know that when the grimoires are brought together in one place, that they bring destruction. Civilizations have been destroyed by the grimoires altogether. You help us do that, bring those grimoires together. You'll see that happen. I think there's, yeah, I, I, there, there, there's definitely a pregnant pause where it goes, no. You don't get the thing before you serve me. And like, and of course, it's all in high speech, um, mm. which, of course, makes it all the weirder. And it is, of course, weird's voice thrown back. No deal. <laughs> Um, and I've never done this before. Can I just end the summoning? Sort of. Sure. Um, yeah. So the, you know, the entity goes, no deal, no deal. And it like echoes loud in the chamber uh, repetitively. And it goes very well. And then it snaps and it's gone. But there is another presence still within the room. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. What the fuck? Yeah. The mage side is up. What do we see? Oh, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, there is a humanoid form that stands basically just outside of the um, 
the summoning circle right in front of Weird. Um, doesn't have any particular features. It is physically invisible, uh, but you can make out the sense that there is something humanoid shape-ish. Um, it doesn't appear to be invisible in the way Forces Magic does. It appears to have no physical form. Hello, Weird. Who are you? I'm here to help you. I'm suspicious, but we'll accept that for the moment. How are you going to help me? I'm here to help you serve Ruin. I have not made a deal with Ruin. Oh, it's okay. I'll help you anyways. There, there is a shift and move and well, actually, no, it strides casually over and says, hi, Stephen. How are you today? And I just hold up <laughs> a finger at Stephen. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of moves and shifts. No, not Stephen. Songbird, how are you? You're talking to me. Ben. And my fist flares with the power of a thousand suns. <laughs> um, I mean, and it kind of looks over at you. Well, I mean, I can talk to you, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just here to help you. Whatever you need, even if you don't, don't admit that you need it. I don't want your help. Oh. I have not asked for your help. Well, that's okay. I'm here to help anyways. You know, what? I'm going to go and walks through the door. So this is new. <laughs> says out loud. Steven. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> it really doesn't go this badly. Okay. What is that? That's a good fucking question. <laughs> And like no he's idea. he's following he's <laughs> he is out that door um yep. and looking. Um and like once he throws that door open, which I imagine like you've got that room nicely like soundproofed, mm-hmm. you know, a nice uh, isolated so, yeah, place. No, you can hear the screaming, yeah, yeah. Uh no, uh well yeah, yes, but also um and you hear um you hear that same just super pleasant voice. Rose, hi, what are you working no on? No one speak. And like Rose, Rose looks up and she's got like, she's like 90% of the time, especially inside the Brookery building, Rose has got her nose in a book, uh, you know, some kind of grimoire. And she kind of looks up and she's looking around and like very confused, looking in its general direction. And then there's definitely a snapback of looking, looks up at weird and songbird who I imagine, you know, kind of like gallery looking down and stuff like that. And, uh, the little entity kind of looks up weird and says, I'm going to find somebody to help one way or another. So you can either let me do it or you can tell me who you how you're going to serve ruin. I'm here to help one way or another. And like Rose's eyes boggling, like looking up uh, very, very confused, very, very kind of concerned and scared. Um and actually, I'm going to give one little thing because I'm realizing now the one thing it does seem tied in some way to forces like it is like an animate and, and kinetic and. Yeah. 
Okay, so it hitched a ride with the Supernal Summon. Is that? Is it? I well, mean, how did it uh, if you would like, circle? you can roll <laughs> intelligence plus occult, or yeah, you know, or intelligence plus uh, uh, fate. The fuck is going on with this? Um, intelligence and fate, or, or inte- what? What or did you occult. say? I imagine fate is you know the one you're going to go with, but I can't remember yeah. what your occult is. Um, can I my, cast? Hang, hang on, Craig. What was that, Chris? Can I cast a sort of prime and forces knowing to figure out what sort of thing this is, um, or to, to gauge how strong it is? I think I'm what I'm trying to do it because it, it feels like a sort of ephemeral entity ish to me, the songbird, mm-hmm. and so yeah, uh, I, I think that works. Uh, and throwing willpower at that, Craig. Yeah. Just double checking and I'll wait for songbird's roll. Cool. Um, so songbird, just a quick little thing that you kind of fling out. This feels like, and you are no expert at this at all, but it feels like this is like a, almost like a forces ephemeral entity. Okay. Yeah. Um, weird. You like are looking at this thing, trying to figure out what the hell is going on and kind of, think back through various trainings and the things that Moira can do and realize that this is like, this is a boon that you did not ask for, but you've got it anyways. Uh, To give a little more meta knowledge, because weird doesn't quite have, you know, everything, but this is the Yallery Brown boon. Faye grants us uh, its summoner an invisible helper equivalent to the retainers uh, to the retainer merit with number of dots equal to the Faye's rank. However, the retainer is not under the mage's direct control. It does whatever it deems necessary to help its master in whatever the bargain specified. Uh, it doesn't uh, care if sleepers see it or indeed anything except accomplishing its tasks. In addition, when creating the retainer, the Faye specifies a taboo that will deprive the mage of its services. Usually, this taboo is thanking the retainer. Should the uh, mage violate the taboo, the retainer either uh, vanishes entirely or turns on its master, gaining a new purpose of making her life a living hell. Either way, the retainer lasts until the next solstice. So I do need to figure out when that might be. (laughs) (sighs) I had to summon up the right five. Yeah. You know what, weird? You all seem busy. I'll be back later. And starts heading out the door. Based on the fact that I'm hearing typing from Songbird, I, I suspect a spell might be coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sorry, it's a, it's a double. So. Oh, two effects? Stop. Fucking cat. Remember last week where Chris loved the cat? (laughs) (laughs) He's still a sea baby. He's just a cat. Oh, he's just been a monster today. Um, Hold on. It's like... Nothing good comes from any kind of pet being behind monitors or computers. Like, that's disasters waiting to happen. Thank you. Thank you. 
Shoot. <laughs> Yeet. So I'm thinking to try divine intervention. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can try. And I'm going to let you guys know just mechanically if you're deviating this thing from its purpose, it's very likely going to be a clash of wills versus the supernal. Mm-hmm. The rank five supernal. Which, as scary as that sounds, isn't actually too terrible. Oh, I forgot. It should be the other bonuses should only be a one. Because I forgot the minus two. Um, this is ephemeral enchantment plus kinetic blow. Oh, the other bonuses. I got you. It should be a plus one. Uh, sorry, is it kinetic blow plus what? Oh, ephemeral enchantment. Okay. Cool. Um, um, the reach is instant, duration, and the bonus for bane. Um, the bane. Okay. And then just the baseline kinetic blow. So that's eight and nine dice. Yeah. Well, I guess I would have extra free reach because I can because they're equal. I'd have more reach from the forces side of it because the two dots forces spell. Yes, had to think that one through. Okay. Um. Okay. So I'd have, I still overreach by two because I forgot the I need to have an effect a held weapon. So, um, so it's five and three versus mm-hmm. four and two. Um, and uh, what are you doing with the paradox? Uh, I will contain it. And that's four. <laughs> I'd get there eventually. <laughs> Zero successes. Cool. And then I'm like. We said we're like up on a balcony room. Or yeah, whatever. I imagine like you know you've got the lower workshop cool. area and then leaping off of it towards the entity. Cool, to chase it down. Roll your spell. All right, so that is going to be nine dice. Nine. Yeah. Heck yeah! Three successes. Right, and we already took care of the minus two. Right, right. Cool. And then leaping over the thing down towards it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and weird. What are you doing? Yeah, with I was, this? I was well trying to get the duration, the max duration I could out of it. Um, but that's not going to work. So I'm going to have to scale it back. Uh, I wanted to do divine for? intervention to replace its goal. Divine um, intervention. <laughs> yeah. Um, divine intervention, it's a potency spell. The mage casts a powerful curse that either encourages the subject to achieve a goal specified by the mage when he casts his spell or thwarts that subject's every attempt to pursue such a goal. It's a pretty good uh, use for that. Yes. All right, the subject must be aware of the goal and cannot levy impossible tasks. Sure. Uh, one of the aspirations is replaced by a goal, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Um, suffers ill luck. Suffers a hex as it actively tries to achieve it. All right. Um, and 
Ravens, withstood by its resolve, which in this case is going to be its resistance stat. Okay. Um, it is this a- thing is not a rank five being, is no, it? No, it is not. Okay. Okay, uh, so I can drop potency. Well, not necessarily. Well, well yeah. I mean, well, even I- a rank two entity might have seven resistance. Hmm. Yeah. So three and four is seven. I'm going to have to cut back on duration for sure. <laughs> I mean, do you want to see if Slumber can punch it to death first? Well, and this is happening <laughs> simultaneously. simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want it to get away. Um, yeah, I'll take the duration down. I was trying to go for indefinite, but I'm, I'm not going to be able to make that roll for sure because it's 16 minus 16. So. <laughs> um, Which technically shit. is zero, so it would just be a die. A chance or a chance die, die excuse me. Yeah, um, I'm not feeling that lucky. Um, so we'll take it down. Uh, give me a week to figure out what the hell to do. So, on sure. so you've got base, a base of nine. Um, and actually, y- you couldn't even go... Oh, you could go that low. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so um, do the, um, the uh, Paradox. Part three... Instant cast and uh, advanced duration. Uh, and sensory range. Oh, and sensory range. Okay, so two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what Yantra are Six you days. using? I'm just using Shadow Name because I don't have time for anything else. Okay. Sure. Uh, and are you throwing any mana at it? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, if you're using the one, if you're using the one, you can do. What's your gnosis? Limit five. Uh, no, no, the it determines how much mana in a turn you can mana per turn. Uh, uh, five per turn. Oh, it is five. Yeah, okay, cool. Yep, mm-hmm. it, it matches. Just to see what it. It okay, so be. how much uh, how much mana are you throwing at it? Uh, four. Okay, so down to two. Cool. Roll your wisdom, which is awesomely high now. Um, so with eight dice, nine. he definitely is gonna definitely gonna roll this. <laughs> and cursor dice, and cursor dice. Didn't jinx that hard. <laughs> the night solstice was December 21st. Oh, there you go. Uh, cool. Uh, so you take one bashing rune, and then you can uh, roll the spell. Um, you said you're gonna take the duration down how far? To a week. Okay. To buy me time to think. So it's only minus four instead of minus ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's gonna give me six dice. Six. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Five, nine, seven. Yeah, so six dice. Oh fuck. It is not Weird's day. And oh. as the Imago lashes out and Weird is just not in the right headspace or something. It just cannot. And meanwhile, Songbird hits the ground, eyes on this 
invisible entity that is casually like starting to look over its shoulder as it's doing a little stride out the door and sees a songbird with death in his eyes. Uh, it's the it's the girl chasing the little boy meme. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yep. And that is where we will end it. Okay. Um, thank you. Well, not end it. We will be back next week. Uh, <laughs> We're just not we're not screwing up a cliffhanger at the end of a season. Come on. Uh, no, uh, we will be ne- uh, back here next week. Uh, that will give me time to figure out exactly what kind of stats this thing. Has. Uh, man, I tell you what, I am so glad weird whiffed on that spell because now I, I can comfortably come up with its stats and not be like, yeah, it totally has just one more resolve, yeah. <laughs> one more resistance. Uh, yeah. So now um, I don't have to worry about that. I just have to worry about it getting punched to death uh, with its own bane in the form of Urikawa fists. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us. I hope this was fun for all of you. Also, this <laughs> is the punishment that you give your players when they decide that they're going to summon a supernal entity. No, uh, actually, this is this is what was going to happen if you summon any supernal entity to deal with the Tetrarch's uh, armory. You were going to get, get one something of nasty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, who it was? That Even was if depend. I summon my boy? Hmm? Even if I summon my boy? Uh, right. If you summon like intersection specifically, you might get away uh, away from it. But even then, uh, it didn't do that. There's there's a chance I might actually have like some kind of roll off to see like, hey, well, does intersection yeah. actually show up or does someone else show up? Um, so, uh, or does it turn out that intersection works for the eye the, the entire time? time? No, <laughs> no. I mean, he is covered uh, in eyes. It would make sense. He, I mean, just saying, it's out there. But then again, we have he weird, told me weird the seer and mammon. So, like, you know, we no, always had no, this no, coming. Yeah. Uh, so again, thank you guys for joining us. This was a very, very fun episode for me. Uh, I hope everybody else enjoyed it. Um, we will see you next week for the continuation. As always, come join us on Discord. That's yeetinto.space. Um, there's another link somewhere, but who cares? I think there is one in the, in the comments. Uh, it might actually be yeetinto.space. Um, yeah, come join us. We want to hear what you guys think. We, we love to hear some feedback. So long as you're not backseat gaming, we're good. Um, and then, uh, of course, if you want to support us monetarily or just check out some of the other stuff, like I said, Network has a character sheet. Uh, thanks to you folks. Um, that is at Patreon, patreon.com slash occultistanonymous or staylucky.club, whichever URL you prefer. And um, yeah, cool. Uh, we'll see you next week. Stay lucky. I sure wasn't. <laughs> <laughs>